Welcome back to another episode of 50 Shades of NBA Podcast. I'm back. I'm doing the intro. We have good audio today. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. I'm hyped right now. We finally got something figured out, so hopefully, you know, we can see what we do in the long run with it. But anyway, we are on episode 41. 41, Trey. 41, Nathan. And I want you, I want you to go first. Who you got for us today? Whose podcast is this? So... Uh, this is the Dirk Nowitzki podcast, the 21-year mm-hmm. man, the mm. GOAT, the greatest European player to ever play, mm. I think. I, that's not true. No, that's true. I'm good okay. with saying that. Um, yeah. No, that's all. That's what I got. But I know you're super excited for your yeah. for your pick on 41. Why don't you give it to for me? For all the old heads out there, back when you watched NBA, ABA, on the black and no white. old heads listen to us. <laughs> Maybe my dad. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, Black and white television, you know who I'm already talking about. 41, Wes Unseld, rookie of the year and fi- and MVP his rookie season. At the time, and I don't know if anyone's done that since, it was just him and Wilt, okay? I do I do think that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's the honestly. list. Rookie of the year and MVP same season, five-time All-Star. But 12 of his 13 seasons, 10-plus rebounds. It's pretty good. And, and... 1978 Finals MVP. Dang. Yep. That's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty Shout good. Shout out Wes. Rest in peace, Wes. Shout out Wes. Rest in peace, Wes. Yeah, that's who I got. Wes, this is Facts. for you. That was Thank a pretty you. good one. Thank you. That was a pretty good one. I do have a confirmation. They are the only two to have okay, ever done. Okay, perfect. Um, I don't remember what did, what did, what's Magic's thing. He did he win. MVP and Finals MVP in the same year or something? Uh, or is he? Did he? He won Finals MVP as a rookie. Is that I right? Think, I think that was it. More confident it saying one? he was Finals MVP his rookie year than than that, the alternative. That would make sense. Yeah, that, that just sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. It feels right. I think that's and right. To our listeners, that is right. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. okay. That is, I. Yeah. All right. We're sweet. Good. Now we yeah, can yeah. move on. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Shout out Magic. So who's better, Magic Johnson or Wes Unseld? You know, it's a tough one, but considering this isn't Magic's podcast, given how far we are into our season of podcasting, Wes is better today. Yep. Okay. All right. Magic, you can have it every other day of the year, but today's is West Day. West West Day. Day. Or Wednesday when it comes out. Who's better, Dirk Dirk or Wes? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Respect both game. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with Dirk. I'll go with Dirk. I, I, I can't yeah, say right. Dirk that's is not right. better. I'd just be silly. Then yeah, Wes. I'd just be silly. But Listen, Wes, Wes is a number was two. that guy in 1969 to like 1973, I want to say, is when he played. How long did he play? 13 years. So, yeah, 13, 13 years? seasons. So, did I say 69 yeah. to 73? I meant 69 to 83, yeah. but that's also not right. I think it's... You know what? What, it'd be 82 would be his last year then? Something like that, 82, 83 season? I might have got that right, okay. actually. You know what? I think that's correct. But yeah, he started you know, the, yeah, late 60s. It is what it is. Dirk and Wes, shout out, y'all. Shout out. Um, What a bunch of guys. Yeah, I mean, from the last time we were on, not a lot of NBA news, which not yeah, a whole lot. took us both by surprise, I think. Yeah, I definitely, I personally was not expecting it to be a light news mm-hmm. cycle. 
Especially because there was a couple extra mm-hmm. days. I know, but it is what it is. Um, but that being said, we did get a little ammunition and uh, fuel from one special team and two special players, two special stars in the league even. Uh, and Trey, you you actually have... Are we talking about Bull Bull? Yeah, Bull Bull. Uh, Suns won the sw- Bull Bull sweepstakes. Yep, I know. <sighs> I know. I don't know what those uh those odds were for him to go there, but you probably didn't win a lot of money. Probably, probably not. not. It definitely seemed like he mm-hmm. was going. He was going no, there. They made it very clear. I mean, I think KD had a quote last year, saying uh just how in awe that he was of Bulbul's game and the talent that he is. So that it was cool to see, especially when Bull was, I don't know, not really getting minutes or minutes that a player yeah. of KD's caliber would be like, damn, kid's all right, you know? Often overlooked, but a fan favorite nonetheless. Often overlooked. Oh, that's, what I was, that's what I was just going to say. One mouth. of the most beloved players mm-hmm. in the entire yeah, NBA. Which is, I don't know. It's funny to see. I think it's just because he's so tall. But I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh, it's all good. Who Who's the two stars? Who's the two stars you're right. talking about? Who's the one special team? I want to start off with this man. Joel Embiid, and he had an interview this weekend, um, which kind of, I don't know, said a lot of people ruffled their feathers, to say the least, ah, with ah, how he ended. Yeah, he is. He had a very good uh, Twitter, um, what do you call it, output moments after. Re- yeah, recovery. recovery. That's a good way he to put it. He had a great Twitter Yes, recovery. that's a good way to put it. Uh, but yeah. Because that man... Do you, do you know or have the quote... Um, in your head, okay. I don't have it up on my phone. I'm I know it pretty okay. well. It's basically that he he was like, yeah, I really want to win a championship. I want to feel what that feels like, whether that's in Philly or somewhere else. And he like threw that mm-hmm. last part in, and everyone was like, wait, hold on, just a second. Are you joking mm-hmm. right now? Like, or somewhere else? Like, are you demanding yeah. a trade? Is that something you're doing? Like, what is going on? And it felt like. Immediately after that, there was a PR nightmare for the Sixers where first Joel was like, oh, I'm trolling. And then Daryl Morey posted this thing about centers from Center University in Centertown, Centerville. <laughs> and then, oh, Joel was like, oh, I guess Daryl Morey's the best troll yeah. now. And then everyone was just like, Joel, do not demand a trade. We will be so sad. So our, I, it sounds like you're just chalking it up to more fluff than fact. Oh, no, no I am oh. not. No, okay. I am not. I if you have you seen the interview? I have Nathan? I have not. That dude, he he is he's not saying it as a joke. It feels like when he says it, it feels very like you know wherever I win a championship, I mm-hmm. win a championship, and that makes me sad and scared. Damn. Okay. Because when, like, I didn't watch um, it, but when I first read that quote, I was Joel's kind of notorious for you know this type of stuff. Like you said, his Twitter handle is yeah. or his Twitter. Username is Joel Joel Embiid, so that's how I took it. I thought it was all fluff, but yeah, wow. No, it, I mean, it, it, when watching it, it felt very like people were right to be very concerned mm-hmm. about it. Um, after hit everything he said about it, like it killed it down. It it you know it killed it down a little bit, but I was still still pretty concerned okay. about it. The uh, more full uh, quote I, I have it pulled up now is Embiid said, I just want to win a championship. Um, You know, whatever it takes. I don't know where that's going to be, whether it's Philly or somewhere else. I just want to have a chance to accomplish that. I want to see what it feels like to win that first one and think about the next one. 
Yeah, so it's 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 concerning if you're a mm-hmm. Sixers fan. Like I'm not like throwing the alarm mm-hmm. bells on. I'm not throwing it to DefCon Five if DefCon Five is the highest it goes, and if high DefCons are worse than low okay. DefCons. But I'm not I'm not losing my mind okay. here uh, by do any you, mean. But it is definitely to some level concerning. Do you think then that maybe this quote comes out and? I'm just going to, you know, kind of lead into the next thing we're going to talk about. But James Harden also makes it clear, you know, he has one team in mind that he wants to go to. In your eyes, do you think this is Joel just saying, you know, stop messing around, try and get the deal done now? I I, I actually, I wrote a piece on this. I don't know if it's been published mm-hmm. yet, but it's about how Daryl Morey is super patient when it comes to these mm-hmm. big trades. Uh, and I, I put in there, I was like, Daryl Morey will hold on to James Harden until like a deal comes available that he likes unless Joel goes, do it now. So it appears that Joel and Daryl Morey have a pretty good working relationship. Yeah. Obviously, like it's not as good as uh, um, Sam Hinkie and Joel's relationship mm-hmm. was. It's definitely better than his and Brian Colangelo's was. So it, it feels like... If if it came to the point where Joel Embiid was like just trade him now, I feel like he would just tell mm-hmm. him. But at the same time, like you you would just never know because, as much as I can say, I'm somewhat of a Sixers e- expert yeah. where I just surround myself with the team 100 percent of mm-hmm. the time. It just it's simply not. I'm not gonna be right because I've never met the guy. I've never talked to the guy. I yeah, don't know him. that's so, fair. I mean, it's concerning. It's it's scary. Yeah. Um, Joel did come out like after that, there was a report that got leaked that he, uh, he basically, he, he oddly enough, he said he wanted to go the Dirk route of just being with yeah. one team. He was like, I want to be like Dirk. I want to be like Kobe and just stay with one team their entire mm-hmm. career. So, I mean, I would love that for Joel. I'll keep paying Joel until the day he yeah. retires. I do not care. Um, I'd rather have Joel for 20 years and have him dip out on us and us win a championship without him I'd be so sad I like that that's fair but I mean it makes sense just given everything that he has meant to the organization thus far I mean he he is the process you know he is the Mm -hmm. process you think about those terrible Sixers teams it's kind of those teams are awesome you don't mean that you don't mean <laughs> shout out to Furkan Aldamir. Not even Furkan Korkmaz. Furkan Aldamir. <laughs> the other Furkan. Go. Shout out Hollis Thompson. Oh, no. That's terrible. Shout out everyone who plays. Shout out Michael Carter mm-hmm. Williams. Shout out Alfred Payton for being mm-hmm. on the team for about three seconds. A hot minute. Yeah. Like yeah. Li- no, like literally wow. three seconds. He got he got drafted and traded by the Sixers on draft. Was that night. uh okay, I was thinking like Carmelo when he got drafted to the Hawks they printed or made the jersey and then that was it uh, <laughs> that's what I was thinking for a hot nah, second it's nothing like that okay. nothing like that that's hilarious though um shout out all the all the rand- Danny Granger was okay. like that Danny Granger was on the Sixers for in like a trade to the Sixers and then just mm-hmm. bought out immediately mm-hmm. shout out to Elton Brand his two different stints mm-hmm. with the team and now he's the general manager uh shout out all the all the all the weird random guys. Shout out TJ McConnell, my okay. dog, my love, the guy who keeps me up at night. Weird for that. You're weird for that. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty odd. Yeah. That's it's that's okay. valid. I'll let that's valid. But I let it slide. I do. I do think Joel's probably gonna stay with the Sixers for I his prime. It just 
there is always that that constant worry when you have a basically a team or like an organization that feels so bad at being an mm-hmm. organization so often. So it is concerning, but I, I have faith with Joel's existence. I, I did see the comment that you said that uh, you know he wanted to be like or he wants to be like Dirk and Kobe stay with one team for you know his entire career. So I actually saw that before I I read and saw the rest of the quote with uh or go anywhere else somewhere else so that's why i was really buying into more of the fluff aspect you know and yeah that came out that came out after he did the interview gotcha yeah no that 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 was the quote i initially saw and then i kept scrolling down i was like wait a damn minute what do you mean by that but yeah it's definitely mm -hmm. concerning but it is it was good though to know talk about you're buying into it a little more than i am but at the end of the day i am i'm scared i i just i operate in fear no that makes sense though just given your your fandom with the sixers especially come playoff time Mm -hmm. in the second round Mm -hmm. but it'd be like if you like you had uh like rumors about like donovan oh yeah no or like not that that would gordon hayward wanting out or like that that would happen is that it? Is that it's all the much. great players that you've yeah, had? Pretty much. In your at least yep. in your lifetime. I was Since like I Carlos Boozer watching. and I'm like, that wasn't even a nope. thing. Yeah, those are the two that hurt the um, most. Rudy, I was happy that he I wasn't happy, I was Rudy, happy I he guess. went yeah. out to different pastures because it was clear it wasn't gonna work out in Utah. You still got a million draft yeah, picks you for are Rudy so true. Gobert, so it worked well. out well for us in the end, so Rudy, thank you for that. Thank you, Timberwolves, as well. Worked out well for you oh guys immediately. God, I, I don't know what they were doing. Walker's been great. Oh, my gosh. No, I'll save that for another rant. <laughs> we have another man to talk about. Fair enough. We foreshadowed him. Another, another Sixers, Sixers man. man. James Harden. Okay. And he made it clear he wants to go to one team and one team only, the L.A. Clippers. What did you make of this when you first saw it? So, the most disgusting mm. thing here is that the reason this trade hasn't gone through, at least what I keep seeing, is that the Clippers are refusing to trade Terrence Mann. Really? Okay. Yeah, they're refusing to trade Terrence Mann, and that's what's holding the deal up. Wow. Terrence Mann has enough value to keep the James Harden deal from happening wow. on either side. I know. It's insanity. It's so crazy. I don't know about that. They also The, the Clippers also don't want to... Dra- part with any draft capital mm-hmm. um so basically they just want to do norman powell robert covington and uh markeith morris or mm-hmm. marcus morris for james harden straight up which honestly i would throw up i would throw mm-hmm. up everywhere um but at some point like with dame only choosing one team right he has a million suitors mm-hmm. you know who would also yeah. take him and just gives portland more opportunity with James, as much as I always will and continue to hate, like uh, the I want to play for this one team and this one team only yeah. mentality, not a single other team would want to trade for James nope. Harden. Which I don't know. I don't know who would like. There's no purpose for him to go anywhere else. In all reality, like every other team doesn't really have someone. Doesn't really have a need for a James Harden mm-hmm. type player. Which is crazy for a guy who just led the yeah. league in assists, but I still. Mean, still very much an all-star caliber player. It is weird to think that his market is 
virtually just the Clippers right now as it appears. I mean, you kind you did just say it, but I haven't seen like any reports. And even usually when it's very small interest, somebody's gonna write an article about it or put something out. But I genuinely haven't seen anything other than the Clippers being a destination for Harden. There's been yeah. nothing. And even with the Clippers up until absolutely Harden said, I only want to go there, it was still just kind of whispers is what it seemed like around the league. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I Honestly, I take more of an issue to Harden saying, oh, I only want to go to the Clippers. Because to me, it doesn't seem like he has, and he doesn't have as much leverage, you know, with the organization. Just around the league, like yeah. you just said, uh, Lillard has a million different suitors that any team would be going after him. And I'm sure teams still are, you know, just trying to convince him that their, their team is a better fit than what the heat are. But Harden saying, Oh, I only want to go to this one team. And if the Clippers are they're they're not going to do the trade because of Terrence Mann, a dude who put up 8.8 points a game last year, uh, 3.4 true rebound. 2.3 assists. I don't know. I don't know. He's a young player, it's but not, it's crazy. Still, that that's what's holding up the trade for a dude at Markeith Morris, yeah, right? I mean, he's old. Marcus, Marcus. Morris. I always get the twins confused. But anyway, like he's older. He's definitely on the the downside of uh of his career, respectfully. And then Covington. It'd be nice to see a reunion again in in Philadelphia, but these aren't big or. Like, names you would look at, okay, even if in a, a couple of years it doesn't work out, you know, you have the upside of those players. Like, it's this year or maybe the next, but other than that, those dudes are probably going to be retiring soon, you know? You got Terrence Mann holding it Yeah, up. I mean, even Robert Covington is, like, the youngest yeah. guy in that. Like, Norm Powell's, like, uh-huh. 29. Ro- Rocco's, like, 30. Morris is, like, 32. Like, you're not getting young What you're doing back. with that is just, like... You're buying into this year, and like Norman Powell would obviously would be so good for the Sixers. Mm-hmm. It would let Maxi finally grow into like to see if he can be that that point yeah. guard for us. We just haven't really seen that at all. And then it'd be great if we could see if like somehow, um, like uh, just we find a way to add some other main playmaker to mm-hmm. that squad. But it's just it's so. It's such a weird situation that you're having someone who is literally leading the league in assists and has no mm-hmm. market at all, right? And a report came out. I I think the rally posted it first, but it was Sham uh, Shams was talking about it about how the relationship between Daryl Morey and James Harden has yep. completely severed now. I did see that um, because specifically how how Morey handled his free agency, how they didn't give him a long term contract, like he was kind of assumed to have been promised mm-hmm. last season after taking a $15 million mm-hmm. pay cut. And so on some level, I do feel for James Harden, right? Just because, you know, he negotiated in good faith, took the $15 million pay cut. We spent the $15 million on on House and what's his butt? <laughs> uh, yeah. Tucker. But it's just like, man, what are, what are we what are we doing here? Like, You're not walking away with a lot. It... it you're not gonna walk yeah, away. And with it'd a be lot. frustrating for yeah. James because they're just like, I'm sure there was some backdoor mm. word of mouth promise of like, we'll get you a four yeah. year deal worth, you know, 150 million, 200 million dollars. 
But it's, yeah. Hard can still contribute. I mean, we saw him two games in the playoffs play extremely mm-hmm. well. Uh, to I mean, just in the Celtics series alone, play extremely well. We saw them. He he helped us get our first sweep since like nineteen ninety nine or two thousand one or something. Like it's 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 wild how much he's fallen off. But it really is. It's a one year rental of a James Harden who, if he doesn't want to be there. Will be one of the most disgruntled players yeah, I mean, in the league. We we you know? saw how he got out of Houston with whether it was a fat suit or just fat. You know, he he was. I, I, I have no idea. Know. Still, I still I have genuinely no do not know because the way that man was moving. I would like to believe it's a fat suit. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Fat suit would be amazing. But even if it wasn't, the turnaround that he he had to do on his body, like he, he was probably sleeping in saunas to shed that much. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what that dog was doing. But I don't know. I it does make me wonder, like, or bring up with the question: Do you think at this point of Harden's career, he's just kind of valuing money then over the possibility of winning a championship? Because I feel like Harden has a better chance of winning a ship in um, Philly than what he would in L.A. with the Clippers right now, just given health concerns with PG and and Kawhi. Like last year was yeah, promising. Yeah, I, mean, I hear I hear the reason yeah. for that. Last mm-hmm. year was promising for them as any season that those two have had together, and then still first round can't get enough game. Well, both of them were injured by game three, and it was just Westbrook running out there by himself. Oh yeah, and I mean, then, yeah. Kawhi played game yeah. one and game two. Paul George didn't and then play you at have all. Joel Embiid, who literally just had an MVP season with you alongside him, and you know, one game seven away from at least going to the conference finals. And at that point, anything could happen. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, a part of me wants to say he has a better chance of winning mm-hmm. with the Sixers. But I think the fact that the Sixers, like, didn't give him a long-term, off, long-term offer, didn't, like, you know, be like, we're resigning you, give him that reassurance, and then... For that to be coming for someone that he like mm-hmm. demanded to play for and in Daryl Morey and has so yeah. much experience with and so much love with. I do get that. And having that happen there, it, it's so detrimental to like what, what you're trying to do at that yeah. point, you know. I mean it does it definitely does and seem like a level of trust has been broken and betrayed. Just because, you know, they mm-hmm. were so close. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. Yeah, I think Sham said it was severed. Mm. Like the the relationship was severed is, is what he chance. said. And I was like that's a very yeah, aggressive, that's very absolute very true. Yeah, mm. like it's done. Hmm. Interesting. Which is sad for the for the Harden Mori yeah. duo. I know how much Darren Mori loves him, but I don't know. It he ultimately did the right thing for the organization and did mm-hmm. wrong by a player. No, that's fair. He did. Put the organization first. And even like it's and that's only under the assumption that he was yeah. like, we'll give you a long term next year, next year, which we don't know mm-hmm. if that's what happened, you know? But I feel like just trying to reminisce back on to this time last year when Harden did go ahead, take that pay cut and whatnot. It seemed like, again, that was kind of the understanding or belief that the year after he would get his money, he'd get his, you know, for doing one or taking one for the organization, kind of regardless. And then. Do you think they didn't decide to uh, extend them purely because of what they saw in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Abs- I think that's exactly hmm. what happened. That's tough. James Harden <laughs> fell yeah. off a cliff in the playoffs, man. I mean, other than the two games he had against Boston where he yeah. was dynamite, you know, he would just fell right off a cliff and never yeah. really came no, back. I I just I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a weird situation. Um, if you want to read about, I believe specifically Harden's uh, uh, like new severed relationship with uh, mm-hmm. Daryl Morey, you should if you're listening to this and you want to read more, you should read Justin Crosby's article on it at Philly Sports mm-hmm. Network. It's the best article I've seen on it so far. So that that's okay. what I'd recommend. Word. I like that. Listeners, act now. Yeah. Hop on that thing. Hey, act now. You get no. No, you get no money. money. You get enjoyment. It. A little bit of knowledge onto the situation. It's really good, right? It's okay. really good written. I like that. Really, really well, well written. written. I'm, okay. I'm gone, I'm dude. You're sleepy. I'm gone. Sleepy. It's late out there. It's funky because I, I hear you and you don't sound like a robot, so I think I'm getting Okay, I'm, I'm lulling you to sleep with my voice, huh? Yeah. Let me tell you a bedtime story. <laughs> Pretty much, if I'm being honest with you. I go oh, right I to it. bed. I love it. Pass it's right okay. out. Got to wake up early tomorrow yes, morning. Yes, you do. Big boy right there. Yes, um, I do. Do you yeah. wanna do you wanna go more on to Dame or? Uh, I think you know. I mean, yeah. Okay. I think that's the point. There's nothing really more yeah. to talk about with Harden and Joel, um, other than the fact that mm-hmm. I agree. I think his best chance of winning a championship would be mm-hmm. to just kind of like put his nose down, get over, have Maury and Harden both mm-hmm. get over their feelings, get over themselves. I got one more question, and just kind of like the Harden situation. Go back six, okay. Give it to me. So. Obviously, he did this, you know, opted into the contract in hopes to do the sign and trade. But do you think it'd be less of a headache? And with that, the Sixers would be better off if he just declined and left in free agency as opposed to trying to deal with this? Honestly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah, I thought I was maybe it's stupid so or crazy much... for thinking that. But. No, I mean, so the validity is there. It depends really on what yeah. we get for Harden, right? Because if we get a package that's like Norman Powell, Terrence mm-hmm. Mann, Robert Covington, and Bones Highland from Bones the Clippers. Bones would be nice. Mm-hmm. And like a first. I would love Bones on the Sixers. Uh, but if we get that, it's over. Like that's, mm-hmm. Sixers had a good, that that was yeah, good that's enough a good to wait for. Because you got like four rotation mm-hmm. pieces for your team. But the problem is because of how like the Sixers are set up right now and how James Harden were waiting on this trade, they only have 12 people on yeah. their roster still. They haven't used their mid-level exception at all. Like We mm-hmm. have nothing. We have Mo Bamba, Pat Bev, and re-signed Montrez Harrell. Mo Bamba went there. <laughs> Mo Man. Bamba. Gonna, he's going he's gonna to be Those so good. Those are going to be sick if uh, Joel doesn't start start a game or put Mo at the four. If Joel doesn't start, it's still do put not Mo put at Mo the at the four. <laughs> no, put Paul at the four, put Mo at uh, the five. I'm so sad we lost Paul Reed. Gosh. It's messed up. You messed never up. had him. You I, never I was had so, Paul Reed. You I was really never banking had my hopes uh on having Paul Reed. I went to bed that night thinking, oh no, you Sixers won't do it. Why wouldn't they do it? It's eight million dollars for his elite backup center. Man. I was trying to be optimistic, Trey. He has an MVP. He does. Yes, he does. He G has a League G League MVP, MVP from his rookie okay. season. He won MVP his rookie season. Oh, the third player, just like our boy Wes and Wilt. Bam. Bam. He, 
Well, he didn't win rookie oh. of the year. Yeah. What? But he won MVP as rookie of the year, just not. The math yeah. doesn't math. Well, he won G League. Yeah, MVP. but like, is there no G League rookie of the year? Well, he won G League rookie of the year. Oh, as well. okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying he. Okay. But he didn't win like rookie of the year. No, I got you. Year. You know what? Put an asterisk by it. But Paul Reed is now okay. in that goaded conversation. Three. It's like I'm a, down with that. Episode 44 the, is coming up. It's gonna be the Out the so Mud true. podcast. We'll invite him onto the pod. Start tweeting at him. I will message okay. him religiously. Yeah, we'll start tweeting at him. We'll just when start you think tweeting about it. Him. We have four weeks to do it. Once a day yeah. for okay. both of us. All right, there we go. So every day, mm-hmm. twice a day, because there's two of us. That's a lot of tweets. And we got 28 days to do it. And no disrespect to Paul that's Reed, but good. I feel like, like that's a decent amount of notifications to to get his attention. Yeah, I just feel like he's going to okay. block us. We'd be blocked by an NBA player. I that'd be pretty cool. Should our goal to be get I think so. Get blocked by you every know, NBA TikTok player. Series. Yeah. TikTok wow. series. That is perfect, right? <laughs> I like the <laughs> way you think. <laughs> well, we gotta be oh, respectful. Absolutely. We gotta be respectful. We just gotta yeah. annoy him. I don't want to be like, "Yo, LeBron, yeah, you're no, a bum." No trashing. I want to be like, "Yo, LeBron, come on, come on, come the, on podcast, the podcast." LeBron, we'll start on the with the uh, what, Jock okay. Lawndale? What happens when they just say yes? Hey, there's no such thing as uh, bad PR. I mean, that's what P.T. Barnum said. Yeah, I'm running with it. Nathan Mueller said that. Do you know who P.T. No, Barnum is? I, I'm you, not familiar. You did not say that. He's uh the guy who like started the. He's like the father of circuses. Oh, and, like, you know what? Yeah, I maintain. We're on the same level, him and I. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Got it right. He I didn't agree. have a podcast though. Hundred <clears> percent. <throat> I got a leg up on this man now. Oh, it's hilarious. You say, what's your Twitter handle? Oh, that Mm -hmm, sucks. Didn't think so. You didn't Mm -hmm. have one? How about get born in a better generation? At PT Barnum L L plus ratio. Yeah, that's the only person we're going to slander in this uh, TikTok series. Granted, he's not an NBA player, but still. For the memes. For the memes. That being being said, speaking of slander, um, I have... A really weird feeling in my stomach, and I want to I want to okay. say it on the podcast in case I'm right. But then I'm gonna be thankful that we don't have a lot of listeners Ooh, in case I'm okay. wrong. Um, <laughs> I have a really yeah. weird feeling that Dylan Brooks is gonna drop like 18 points per game on really great efficiency. Wow. We'll have to book this. I'm gonna remember the timestamp right around 30 minutes and revisit this next year. I have a weird feeling about it. I really th- I really feel like Dylan Brooks is going to be that guy. I'd buy into the 18, but not the efficiency. Not the efficiency. 18 on like 39% shooting from the feet uh from wow. deep. Uh like 48% from the field, something All crazy. Right. Uh, yeah, I want to see what his stats are now stats? to see how much of a jump that would be, you know. I feel like it's a massive jump, but I'll be so honest with you Nathan. I had a dream yeah, about oh. it. <laughs> about Dylan Brooks having high efficiency. And I was like, I got it. Okay, sure. I was like, I'll go put $5 on Dylan Brooks most really? player. Okay, what would that pay out to? I have no idea. Probably. I didn't even see oh, his name gotcha. on the list. Okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay. Last year, 32% from the three. He, hey, you got 39 right, but that was his just field goal percentage overall. And then that's, that's his, his field, field goal, goal percentage. percentage. Oh, yeah. and then uh, 
77.9 from the line. But yeah, uh, the points per game, though, that wouldn't be unreasonable. He averaged uh, 14.3 last year, so. Yeah. Gross. Why were they letting him... He shot 39% from the field. They said, you know what? Keep, keep jacking that thing up. One's going to fall. One's going to fall. They said, Dylan, like you got this. Horse. One's got to fall. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of horse, I, you have a horse I did league make now, a horse league, a.k.a. Jarvis Peterson. Uh, <laughs> sending out uh, invites. So if you're in uh, the Littleton, Colorado area and you're interested about playing horse, hit me up. Flood our DMs. And Jarvis can uh, arrange something. Well, or they can flood your DMs, Nathan. What's your Dang, what's your Twitter? Dude, I don't even know. I'm not gonna lie. Let me pull it up. At Nate Mueller twenty four. So it's at Nate Mueller twenty four. Damn, you're good. You're I know. Good, Trey. You're good. I know. <laughs> I know your but, Twitter handle. I know my Twitter handle. I know, like a couple okay. of my coworkers' Twitter handles. Twitter handle God over here. I respect that. I really do. Thank you. I really do. Um, yeah, no, actually just uh, hit us up on the 50 Shades of NBA underscore on our Twitter. Give us some traction, Bam. baby. Give Bam. us some love. Tell your friends, your family. Be fun. Anybody, everybody. Anybody scream. Okay, but anyway, we're going to get back on track oh. a little bit. Um, we did kind of mention it uh, with Dame. And I was thinking about this. I just want to say this one thing. About why, why you Trey, why you Trey should not be mad at him only requesting one team. Okay. I thought about it. I was taking the, the public transit to work. Okay, I was like, man, this Dame Lillard right. situation. Maybe it's a bad uh, comparison, but it has me thinking. You're at one company, right, for twelve years of your right. life. You're getting the money, you're getting the pay increases, but you're staying in the same position, the same entry-level position. While your buddies, your buddies, like, responsibility-wise, okay? You still have the same responsibilities, but you want more. You want to be, like, a supervisor, a manager, and you see your buddies in other departments, other companies. They're getting these promotions. They're getting these these, uh, responsibilities to oversee and, you know have a little more free time, wiggle room. They're getting all this praise. The PTO, I'm comparing that to championships. Okay, you seeing guys like LeBron, KD, Steph, people in his similar class, per se, you know, his associates, his age group, getting all these accolades, all these cool job titles, whatnot. And here he is, Damian Lillard, 13-year sales assistant. He's making good money. He's making way more than any other sales assistant. But he's tired of being a sales assistant. He's tired of doing that stupid nitty-gritty work. He just wants to be a manager, dude. He wants the ring. He's tired of being passed up on promotions. He wants more. And he sees an opening in a department in the same same organization, a.k.a. same league, that has a spot open. And he requests a transfer. Okay? He requests a transfer from his sales uh, analyst or whatever I said, supervisor. And they say, well, think about it. But most likely, no. And he's pissed. He's like, I've given you 13 years of my life. Yeah, you've given me the money and all that. That's cool, but I'm tired of this. No, I'm tired of putting the team on my back, putting the sales team on my back for no extra, you know, recognition, no extra title, no accolades, no nothing to go along with it. 
That's why I, I'm not mad at it. Because if I saw someone in that situation, I'd be like, hell yeah, you should be able to transfer. That's my analogy. Uh, Nathan, Let's my dearest it. friend, <laughs> I'm in your wedding and I, I care about you so much. And I'm uh-huh. so excited to go to the wedding here coming up. That is the single worst <laughs> analogy I have ever heard in my entire I life. I think of worse, but. <laughs> that is the, no, you cannot. That Dang. is the worst analogy I've ever heard in my entire life. Nathan, that was booty cheeks. Where'd that I was so you? bad. Everywhere, like, <laughs> At the start when he was a salesman. So this, this is how the analogy. Sh- uh, okay. I, okay, hold on. So the PC the PC battery okay. is running low because we caught up a little bit. But let me let me just break it down how this mm-hmm. analogy should have been. It's like if you mm-hmm. worked at a company, right? You started out at a company at your yep. entry level position, and for thirteen years you worked yeah. your way up into like a top level, like not the president, but like okay. vice president level, executive level stuff. You got mm-hmm. the pay increases. You're getting the individual accolades. They're like, wow, that guy is our best worker. No MVPs. That guy right there, He's best worker. He's getting employee of the month. 85 all-stars, 85 freaking all-NBA teams, scoring leader. But this is like, he has worked his way up into the mm-hmm. through the company. He is the best person in the company. Everyone knows he's the best person in the company. And he looks at his buddy's company. And his buddy's company is just like, as a company, on the rise. Like, it keeps mm-hmm. getting better. It's like in the S&P 500. His company is like, outside of that. And he's like, I want to go to a company that's mm-hmm. performing better. That analogy is right. how that should go because he has all the accolades. He's would not you be his, mad at him? He's not in the same person? role. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. No, you're not. You want yeah, you no, want I'm them not. to I'm go. I'm not mad at that person. They've yeah, I want them exactly. to have the success. But here's the, right. here's the difference, the difference, right? Here's the difference. Companies <laughs> don't have fans. You know, I love like, Apple. What like, do you mean? <laughs> like, I feel bad. I feel bad that that comp- that company is gonna lose their best employee and they're gonna suck for a little bit. And that, you know, I'm like, oh, that sucks. But the person I do right by them, themselves, because they're the two people involved. There's a third party when it comes to sports teams that is just the fans. It's just like, it's like if you could choose to go to this company and help your company still, or you could choose to go to a better company and just like flip off your company. While the other that company fails and their families die from starvation, well, they're not failing. There's a promising prospect that Dame. There is no problem. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I know there yeah, is. They there got a couple of good. Uh-huh. Simon's is solid. Sharp. Scoot's solid. Yeah. Shaden Sharp solid. Chris Murray. They, seems they do cool. have a like some really overpaid dude who's super old and doesn't really fit with the timeline and outlook of the company and Jeremy Grant. <laughs> But uh, yeah. they have him working in the basement. He's that veteran leadership. They had to bring someone from the last regime to keep morale up. There you go. See, they don't need Dame anymore. <laughs> Give them out. <laughs> Listen, okay, shut up. Uh, I love Shut it. up. Awful. I'm sticking with Awful it. Awful analogy. Worst analogy I've ever heard in I'm my entire life, Nathan. <laughs> I'm going to pivot, make it's adjustments, and kind of incorporate a lot of what you said in your analogy. It was a raw analogy, okay? It was raw. It was, it was garbage. But you understood where I was going. So that's you all know, No, I didn't. I had to find my <laughs> own analogy in your analogy. It was so bad. You, you had the Damien Lillard analogy 2.0. I don't want to be associated with your analogy. Fine. It's my analogy You're now. <laughs> I have, yeah. As I have your friend, okay. 
as your friend who's going to be in your wedding, don't say that analogy so ever again. So if I again. were to put that analogy on TikTok. I've already, that's why I was taking okay. photos of you while you were saying it. I was going to take like take, clip the audio, post okay. it on TikTok, and be like, this is the worst analogy <laughs> you know, I've ever I'll heard. Take it. I'll take it. Just like I said earlier, first time ever anyone's ever said it, no such thing as bad PR. Um, That would be bad. <laughs> like, we would have so many people be like, you don't know ball. I'm not so downloading your podcast that's because so you true. don't that's know ball. I'm take your analogy, which is now my analogy, and run with it. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, Trey. You have a bitter taste. Anyway, at the, at the same point, I yeah. I see I see the reasoning behind why it's okay that Dame mm-hmm. is saying one team. I just think it's unfortunate that he's saying one team for Blazers okay. fans. I like that. That being okay. said, I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah, that's about all I have to say about Dame. Is that the last uh, thing on our list? We do have Suns get bull bull, but I don't really care about that. We already mentioned it earlier. Suns um, get bull bull, guys. That's but Evan that's Fournier. News. Do you want to do him really quick and then? Oh, yes. Okay, we have nine minutes left on the laptop, so let me run through it. Evan Fournier doesn't like Mm -hmm. Tom Thibodeau. Um, He basically just came out in a full-on interview that I've never... I've never seen this happen before where the interview is so... Mm -hmm. about a current player on the team being like, I hate my coach. Crazy. Um, But basically, he's like telling him he has Mm -hmm. hatred in his heart. He's saying that like he doesn't understand why he's not getting playing time. All these things... It's just a whole yep. thing. Um, I saw some Knicks fans being like, dog, you're the, your contract's the reason that we can't trade you to another team, mm-hmm. nothing else. Then on top of that, like you right wouldn't there. even play anywhere else to where I saw other people being like, you, he would definitely he play would elsewhere. Too, but, but the contract is bad. Yeah, he would. But the contract is rough. $18 million yeah. is pretty is pretty brutal mm, for him. Absolutely is. He's still got two yep. years left on it too. No, so. good points. Good points. Um, he also... Did say him and Derrick Rose looked at each other at one point in the season and were like, what are we doing here? But it's not, I feel like this isn't the first time either, though, that, uh, oh, I lost Trey. Rest in peace. And just like that, I'm back once again, risen from the grave, just like Nathan said. Rest in peace, me. Uh, But no, what actually happened, my computer battery died, so we decided to just throw this in at the end. In summary... James Harden's probably going to the Clippers. Dame's probably going to the Heat. Joel's hopefully going nowhere. Evan Fournier desperately needs to get out of New York, maybe to the Sixers. I would love that, uh, as long as they don't have to pay his contract. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, as for the podcast, the next episode that comes out is going to be on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, more than likely, just because Tuesday, that's the day we normally record. I'm actually moving to Virginia on Tuesday, so... I won't be able to record that day, but we're going to keep the podcast going. We're going to be totally fine. It's just a new adventure for the, for myself. Um, as for Iowa, you know, it's been real. It's been fun. And I would say it's been, it's been real fun. So thanks for the last 21 years, Iowa deuces.